Hawker party of two. And so, um, so we leave that and I fly to Greece. That's when we came to Greece to go see you. And I talked to you about how badly I want to leave. And you're like, I fully support it. Do what you want to do. And so I start ordering inventory and getting everything ready to start threads by Q. And this is August of 2018. I can't leave. Well, I'm doing this. and, And if I get caught, they are going to terminate me. And that's it. My income is over. So I'm really at this point trying to do a shadow business, like slide this little business up under here without anybody noticing, kind of get that going so I can have a seamless transfer, but I can't do it. I'm trying to figure out how I'm really trying to figure out how to work the system and protect my family while getting out of LuLaRoe because if at any point somebody finds out I'm terminated, my income stops Mm -hmm. and then how am I going to start a new business? And so while I'm juggling that, I'll talk with you and tell you it's just too much. So you said, just wait till you get home. And so we wait. Um, So we waited until you got home in January. So from January, like I'm, I'm prepping and I'm getting everything ready and I'm selling everything off from LuLaRoe as much as I can without drawing too much attention to me that I'm leaving. Because by this point, LuLaRoe has come out and said, oh, and also I wanted to go on that free cruise. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not giving up my free cruise. Like I got that cruise. I want to go on that cruise. I want to go with you. You've been gone forever. I want some alone time. Like I'm going on that cruise. Yeah. So, um, I'm like getting all the behind the scenes ready to just be done. And I know that as soon as that cruise is over, I'm coming home and I'm quitting a week before the cruise happens. LuLaRoe sends out a new contract, which by the way, None of us sign. Yeah. They just institute a new contract. This, and they say, if you go on the cruise, or if you're with LuLaRoe past this date, which was the cruise date, the end of the cruise, you you um, pretty much by default, you're signing this contract. If you're still with us active on this date, then you're under this right. new rule. And so that says um, non-compete for, th- I don't know if it was a year or three years. You cannot sell anything that has to do with fashion. Mm-hmm. You cannot say anything bad about LuLaRoe ever. Um, you can, a non-compete, you can't even work mm-hmm. for anything that has clothing, accessories or anything, anything in the nature of fashion. Like they tried to lock it up so badly that it made me nervous. And I was like, maybe I don't go on this cruise. So I had read it over it a hundred times and, and looked and looked and looked. And and they said, um, your customer base that you built, by the way, mm-hmm. belongs to LuLaRoe. Those are LuLaRoe's yeah. customers. You are not allowed to speak with them again if you leave LuLaRoe. You have to turn over your emails. Like, you have to turn everything over. Mm-hmm. And you cannot have your Facebook group anymore. Like, they claimed all this intellectual property that belonged to us and said it belonged to LuLaRoe. Yeah. And so they... And remember, like over these years, they have been doing this just mental mind fuck that you think that you're going to get in trouble. And and they have flaunted how much money they have and how easily they can sue somebody and win and out money people. So they have done all of this, like just slide this into the conversation to put it in your head. Like they planted seeds all along the way. So the garden has grown by this point. And so they're putting out this this contract that 
from all the research that I did was not anything that they could actually do. And ultimately, that's why I decided to go on the cruise, because I had read all these things about non-competes. Like I had read all this stuff and all of it says that, yes, they can sue you, but they can't win because a judge will not allow one business to strip somebody of their ability to provide for their family. So I was like, ultimately, I should be fine. Also, I think I am like low enough that they're not going to really even see me. So unless my sponsor gets real mad because... When I quit, I am going to take away a large chunk of her money. Mm. A very, like, probably around 40 grand a year will leave with me. So if anyone is going to be mad, it's going to be her. And I already knew that ahead of time. But by this point, I'm going to just be honest. I don't care. I feel like karma's a bitch. And if I can help serve it up, this will be the first time in my life that I actually get to, to... play a role in that yeah and and what i had seen her do to people and treat people at this point in time i took joy in it i shouldn't Mm -hmm. i really shouldn't and karma may get me for that but in that moment i did like she she stepped on everyone's back and took advantage of everyone that she could to get to where she is and Mm -hmm. with me departing i can take all that away and that made me feel good that made me that made me feel better for everyone that was under her under me it just made me feel better mm-hmm. whether it was right or wrong i i realize it's very petty um so i don't know what i'm saying dang i hate were, that i do that you were, you were quitting uh lula and starting your own thing and trying to oh the, the whole the whole contract so oh, yeah. i'm really gonna let you talk about this cruise because your perspective on the cruise being so he had not been to any LuLaRoe event since convention of 2016, which was still a pretty actually decent time in LuLaRoe. Everything had gone. They to ran compl- out of food boxes, it was, bro. It was bad. You know how mad but, it was. But you the environment hungry. of being in the LuLaRoe world hadn't yeah. gone to shit yet. So um, you were ex- you were ex- you were experiencing the astronomical growth without mm-hmm. the logistics to support it. You're experiencing that. But we had not experienced any of this real nasty behind the scenes manipulation. Like you weren't aware of any of it yet. And I don't know if it was there. Like, I don't I know. I think on the on the cruise you left. Uh, or there was one guy who um, he would sit there and pack orders and go live and have 43,000 people watching them. I remember you left his group or left something and we saw him on the cruise and, and he it was like they just act like they didn't know who you were. That whole mentality oh, is gross. Every so one one girl from from my family, from the team, she hey, so she would have been my sister. We not, had the same sponsor. One girl. And funny. I still we were never super close, but we still talk to each other when mm-hmm. we see each other. We still talk to each other on Facebook. We like each other's kids' pictures, like stuff like that. Like I'm cool with her. I don't have any problems with her. Yeah. And I don't think she has any problems with me. Yeah. Um one girl from that entire and and I was I was one of the girls in the mm-hmm. popular group. Like I was one of the people. Finally, I was the people, you were popular. No, thirty years later, I was one of the people that people would ask, "How do you do this?" And yeah. I would tell them everything that I did and try and teach them, and I would share everything about what I was doing in hopes right. of helping somebody replicate that. I was 
I was shunned mm-hmm. by all of them. Like shunned. I did not exist when, uh, my sponsor, oh my God, she just straight up bitch mode. Mm-hmm. Like her husband and I were still cool. I would speak to him and she would be sitting there, her face screaming. She was just get away from me. Just yeah. disgusting. Absolute disgust that she even had to be in my presence. We saw her too, huh? Oh, yeah. And we yeah. had to do a team picture. Like, she was so... Just every time she I, saw well, I, me, she was just in the foulest yeah. mood ever. Hey, if you're listening or watching, call in. Why are people guess, like that? guess who she hung out with that whole cruise? I don't know. You? Sally. The girl she couldn't stand. She was all up Sally's butt. Sally from the Valley. Remember the girl that went to the... That helped pay half the room for her? Well, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. She was all into Sally. And so I just stood back. I'm like, I don't really care. Like... Mm-hmm. You y'all do you, but I thought Why it was funny. Like I'm not like that. I'll cut somebody <laughs> off easy. Me day. too. I just but, mess with you. But the the fact if I'm not, it depends on how you look at them. I guess I'm not cutting somebody off for better. I mean, I'm not upset at somebody for. I don't even know. If they're gonna better themselves, all right, man, go for it. Because that's why I am doing what I'm doing so I can better myself. And then I brought you along. Hey, man, come over here. You can make some money. You can, you know, you can network. Well, if they feel feel like they need to go somewhere else, okay. Right. I think it got nasty. But when, that's I the, think it got nasty where money came in because now you're taking away money inadvertently. Because I think. I think you ha- yes. You need a better brain. Financially, yes. That that had peace. a lot to do with it, but also, Mark and Deanne would tell you to disassociate with anyone that left LuLaRoe yeah. and to, they weird. would, they would just talk badly about them. Like because some people couldn't help it. Like it I, was, I I'm not making any money. It was bred into the culture yeah. to X these people out of your life. It doesn't matter if you had a real personal relationship with them. You, mm-hmm. if they leave LuLaRoe, they are done. They yeah. cannot have anything to do with anyone that's active. That's what I'm saying. If you left the group, they wouldn't talk to you. And maybe you hit it by mistake or whatever, just like, I don't want to deal with all the drama or whatever. You're still a, we call it, LuLaRoe member, but they would just turn their back on you. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, they did. And that, so I that cruise. I think that's why I didn't like the people that you were around. I wanted to go on that cruise so badly. And after yeah. day one, I regretted going on that cruise. Yeah, it dragging was. me along. It Hanging out, living our best life. Living, hanging out with Amber and Randy, absolute blast. So anytime we were off the boat and we were just doing stuff with my friend and her husband, super fun. But anytime I had to like go out and actually mingle, Mm -hmm. it was like the chick in the Lula Rich. There's a um, what's her name? Mm. Lachey. She's a black girl, and she says Laquisha. No, I think her name was Lachey. Natasha. Stop. Shaniqua. She says that she was invited on a cruise, but she had to turn that down because she didn't want to be out there with all them white people. And I was Mm. like, girl, it's not even just white. Like, it's just LuLaRoe people. Mm. So you had people. I did see a lot of Asians. There's, she also says in that doc, in that Lula, in that docu-series that Mm. this is a white girl's business. And Amber and I looked at each other. We're like, damn, it really is. Yeah, everybody. And I we went, said, well, that's only because they could have bamboozled. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, y'all some believers. But I think, well, it's not. It's not because on that cruise. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a there was on that on the cruise. Internet. 
when we went to what did we go to the lip we went to a couple of things put on entertainment things put on mm-hmm. by LuLaRoe mm-hmm. and they had a lot of oh my god it was so disgusting they said a lot of racially insensitive things oh yeah they said a lot of flat out racist stuff they don't know they um they're great Mormons, but they'll be like, what the freak? Like, just yeah. say it. Just say the word. Yeah. When yeah, you either, replace the word you and you the want book the same not. exact intention, dude, you're still yeah. sinning at the end of the day. So sin or don't, pick a lane. I don't care. I'm that not was, judging you, but pick a lane. That was my problem with the uh, with the fat entertainer. He would be, not. I don't know if he was family or not, but if you're, if a company is hiring you and they're endorsed by the King James Version or whatever, whatever religion, you should then mirror that. But he'd be up there hosting and no, doing all this son, stuff. The Ann's son, Jordan, was the guy. So it was Jordan and then a male. What's the fat guy? His Dancing? name was Tanner. Was not funny. Oh. He we was. on the cruise. He and he's was down tacky there doing too, all though, the, like, Oh, he was horrible. But they, but they I'm both. I'm not an MC, And I would have done a better <laughs> job at that daggone convention yeah you used to be a rapper though so that's true dude. And a promoter, i got so, i got a couple yeah. thousand okay, sales under okay. my belt you know what i'm saying listen 1999 it wasn't it wasn't just the consultants i don't know he he ended up being the seller on that husband wife team but she was the consultant it wasn't just him it was deanne's son mm-hmm. and then patrick Patrick Wingett was the designer for LuLaRoe. Oh, yeah. Fatty Pat. Himself thought he was an absolute god. Uh-huh. He ended up getting fired, walking off. I don't yeah. know the whole story on that one, but somewhere along the lines in 2018, Patrick leaves the company. His breath stunk. <laughs> he did have horrid breath. Imagine yeah. what he's thinking now with that, that mask he's on. wearing. Um, so... All this time, this company is preaching all this positivity and all that stuff. And they do a talent show, for lack of better words, where you get to go up. Oh, no, it is the lip sync battle. So the whole week, they're doing all of these lip sync battles, and then they get down to the final, and then somebody wins something big. Yeah, a shirt that they already put out. So there's all these qualification rounds. So many people made qualification or in their qualification rounds did skits that blatantly talked trash about Patrick talked down about. Oh him, yeah. 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 Talked trash about consultants that, I mean, they mimicked yeah. consultants that left. They mimicked, they mimicked people that departed the company. Not God. Doesn't people. matter why they departed the company, but they made this huge production about yeah. how I wrote a whole damn thing to leak into defective. And then I, I posted it and they never approved it. Like uh, a whole thing about that whole crew. Start your own group. Um, they would do all these super tacky, distasteful, yeah. just like drag people through the mud and people that were known figures. So without using names, you knew exactly who they were. Like one, like, like my butthole. Everybody knows who that is. Yeah. And so when they did these key things, you knew exactly who they were talking about. And at the end of them, Deanne would stand up and give them a, a round of applause, a standing ovation yeah. and, and praise them for what they did. And I remember thinking... If I wasn't already out, I'd be out. Yeah, this I, is absolute disgust. If somebody moves on to bigger and better things, 
then pray, let them go, let them go, bless them and, and yeah. let them go. Or quits or gets because fired. guess what? We all did it to come to LuLaRoe. Yeah. We I, all did. I there remember, were, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just want to there were so many thing. people high up in corporate level positions that left those high up corporate level positions yeah. that they worked so hard for to come to LuLaRoe. I guarantee that corporation didn't drag their name through the mud and use them as a spokesperson to yeah. trash. It was so gross. Yo, stop hitting my dag on expensive equipment <laughs> that I can't go up into the store I'm, and get. I'm passionate Let's about Let's bring this, back okay? brick and mortar stores. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I have to wait three days to get that. I'm sorry. I won't touch it again. I'm not my mad at you. My I'm, back. I'm mad at the system. But you I remember watch the YouTube video because then you get to see all this play that's out. That's true. I remember they were talking bad about uh, Patrick and I don't care about him, whatever, but they said something about blah, 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 a designer. They were talking bad about him and they brought with it was a designer that was with them and, and it got some like some moans from the crowd and stuff. And I was kind of I was just thinking, why bring him up? Oh, why bring, why talk about into... anybody that's not there anymore unless they pass away and you go, yeah, blah, 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 you know, something like that. It was people that were just not with the company and they felt like they had to just drag them through the mud. It didn't seem like a family happy, a truly happy environment. I don't think it was a can, full on roast, but not in a playful, fun way that a roast is. I just I don't think you can be happy or have a happy uh, what do you call it? Uh, environment while you're putting some other people down. And we're not talking about a roast. We're not but talking about a comedy sketch. But the people there were cheering like it was the best thing on earth. They like they, they were just like it. all in it, like yeah, 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 just like F Patrick, yeah, like what is breath this thing? <clears throat> but I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like this is this has got to be the most because t- at the end of mm-hmm. the day, this is a corporate event. Mm-hmm. This is a company event, and you just wanted you just put out a freaking contract that said that we are not allowed to say anything negative about the company if we're with the company past this date and you're up here in front of all of your top people Mm -hmm. saying nothing but negative people about the things about the people that left you as a as a as a business owner as a company owner as the figurehead need to lead by example so mind you how do church folks yes how do you expect people to uphold something you're not willing to do yourself. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You have no idea what it takes to be a leader and you should step the heck down. Like, just move on. I should have taken out. over for him. We could be rich. No, I don't want nothing to do with that. Dude, I could have embezzled so much money. They went. They know. did already. They didn't. Yeah. They don't have no money left. They embezzled it all. Nah, they and built their money. ranches in Wyoming. They, they like, build money. in places that they don't get in trouble. Yeah, they got a little money left over. I mean, they're... MC Hammer's broke. They're smart sure. enough, like, scam artists smart enough yeah. to get away with a whole lot. Yeah. But actually, I don't think they're I don't think they're ever going to be held accountable for their actions. Mm-hmm. I don't No. I think that they they make enough money that they're going to get away with it. And <laughs> they are going to just keep doing it to people. Mm. And there's so. <laughs> so I left Did, after that, like I came back and within a couple days, I had my threads by Q launch. Mm and my LLC. sponsor my sp- you know what uh when you go live on facebook it says your friends are watching so my sponsor was my friend i see her pop up in that live and it says that she's watching yeah. and then i see all these other lularo consultants watching and all of them unfriended me but one mm. not just unfriended me but blocked me mm. 
kicked me out of the groups, blocked me, all of this stuff. And brainwash. It was the one that really irritated me though. Whatever brainwash. The one that really irritated me was the mother daughter team that was underneath of me. Right. So when I sponsored somebody, this was not a common thing within LuLaRoe at all. When you sponsor people, you tell them all the things that they need to hear to sign up. And then once they sign up, you're done with them because they can't change their sponsor. That's yeah. usually how it goes. When That's I signed, when like somebody either. signed up underneath of me, yeah. I promoted their group inside of my group. I promoted them Makes with sense. my company. You don't have there the are product. things that I try to do to mm-hmm. specifically help the people. I took some of my bonus money that I didn't waste on myself and purchased um, different types of software, like different things Pizza. that would help. Oh. <laughs> I did make some really cool coffee cups one time. Yeah. Um, but I would try to purchase us courses or something to help. Right. But the biggest thing was that I would promote these people and share, share my wealth for mm-hmm. lack of better words, mm-hmm. because I really believe in what they preached that we don't have the same things. We don't compete with each other, all of that yeah. stuff. And so one person in particular, we vibed really well. Like we had, do we would stay on FaceTime for hours mm. talking, just life stuff. Like I thought that we were super tight. Yeah. And they. Here's the wool. I feel like they just. Right over your eye. I feel like they used me as a stepping stone and it, it just bugged me so badly because they would, they would do, um, they would do, we would do live battles where they'd be in their group. I'd be in my group, but both groups could shop mm-hmm. from both people. And then we would like challenge each other or whatnot. And so a lot of my really good customers shopped with them too, which didn't bother me. I'm more than willing to share. I never felt bad or upset about that. I was fully supportive. That's awesome. Your business is doing well too. But then they started to undercut me and like do these real shady things. Like, well, my customers aren't going to want to shop with me anymore. If you can go over there and like, they just didn't start doing these really super shady things. And, and oh my gosh, they were on the cruise with me. And they were so weird. Like I went to say hi to them. Like it was super awkward. Like they, like you could just tell like something's Mm -hmm. off. We're not okay. Like it was just weird. So they blocked me in a second too, but they're the only people that were on my team that blocked me and everybody else. I still talk to. Mm. Do you know it's real funny though? Comedy. Clowns. These people. That blocked you, mm-hmm. talked mad shit about you, mm-hmm. drug your name through the mud. Mm-hmm. When they leave Lulu mm-hmm. they knock on your door real quick. Hey, so where do you get your stuff? Man, uh, beat feet. Dude, are you serious? Feet. Sally. Why wouldn't you just call me so I can deal with them? Oh, I, they don't, they don't ask me for, like, they already know. I'm talking about when don't they call back. or whatever. They don't talk to me as much. Um, <sighs> one, horrible. but one girl in particular they she tells me all the time like so and so i'm like girl if you tell them anything mm-hmm. you're boo boo the fool because they treated you like trash when we were in it yeah after i left you were their best friend you left they treated you like trash and blocked mm-hmm. you and in these people she spent way more time with them than i did doing personal stuff yeah 
I said, now they're knocking at your door. Like you better know you, if you cannot see that they're using you, you're insane. Like they yeah. are only using you for their benefit. Kick rocks. Don't ask me for nothing because I'm going to turn around. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. It's gross. I never liked any of them, dude. Not the people, but the the company. But I guess you had to go through it. You had to do it to be where you are now. And I understand that. Not yet. Not everything from. So not everything from LuLaRoe was bad. I didn't like the company. The people that you met and all that stuff. Ah, whatever. We'll figure that out. Well, there's things. There are definitely positives that I've taken from LuLaRoe. Yeah. Um, I, one, would have never had the confidence to start a business on my own. That's what I'm saying. You so, had to go through some of that. So going through LuLaRoe almost was a safety blanket. And I had, how long was I? F- four years. Four years to learn things so that when I did step out on my own, I was able to do it. And I had already learned so much from just all of the back end stuff that if you don't know up front is going to make it extremely difficult, not impossible, but extremely difficult. So I got to kind of ease into that. I did meet some really awesome people that I'm really good friends with now. I appreciate that. I met a whole group of women that I have relationships with that I absolutely adore that there's absolutely no way that I would have met without. Um, I, I was able, like they really wanted you to everything good in your life. They wanted you to say it was because of LuLaRoe Mm -hmm. and it's not directly because of LuLaRoe, but indirectly I felt financially confident enough to remodel the kitchen, to pay off a vehicle, to, put a down payment on a property. Like there are things that I've always wanted to do that I didn't feel that I didn't have the means to that because of what I was doing, I felt confident enough to take risks that I never would have taken before. Yeah. That's what I mean. You, it's like uh, the bad relationships that you're in, whether you're intimate or whether just friends, like all that stuff, you kind of need those to some, uh, to sometimes excel and be go on to do better things. So the the complete experience with LuLaRoe wasn't a waste, but I do feel like, for me, I didn't like it initially, but I'm glad that you got out from under there. Because my, my concern was... He loves to tease me. No, my, my concern... My LuLaRoe days. He loves to poke. <laughs> my concern was um, you never owned it. Mm-mm. It wasn't your shop. It wasn't your your LLC. It wasn't your thing to where if That's you said, so scary I, I want to burn end. it down. That got it wasn't so scary yours. at the end. There was a girl who, oh, so disgusting. She had, um, I think both of her kids. I don't remember. But she had a child that had significant um, medical needs. Mm-hmm. And she was paying for all those medical needs with the money that she was making from LuLaRoe. Right. And she was able to provide things to her son medically that he never would have had before. Yeah. And she shared that very intimate relationship with Deanne. Deanne mm-hmm. was very aware of it, all that stuff. And now she's the enemy. Somebody said she did something that she didn't really do. They mm-hmm. terminated her. <laughs> so she reaches out to Deanne Jeez, and dude. says, this is what's going on. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Deanne just blocks her. So in a second, she not only stripped this woman's entire livelihood, but now she has taken medically necessary things away from this child. She did. The the woman did what 
the woman did what was expected with LuLaRoe in the beginning. They did yeah. not like that. They the, did not like that one little, bit. Let the person earn not a lot of money, but enough money and do good things for the company in the long run. And then they just turn their back on her. That's nuts. Yeah, that's, they did that's that. That's what would make me drive to corporate and just burn it down. It's a brick building. We'll figure it out. So you start to see this. And really, the 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 first um, one mentor was... Um, so one mentor was fired and never really came out. No, no one credible has ever said to me what really happened. Mm. But the rumor on the street was that she was working on her own clothing line and that was in conflict. But truthfully, she just she wouldn't fall in line. She was a very business oriented person. She was very smart. She was a hustler. She had a huge following. She had a lot of influence. And she had the largest team. I was under her a few layers. She had the largest team in LuLaRoe. Mm -hmm. She made, like, she was huge. Right. And they terminated her. And then um, they terminated Ivanovskis, who are in the LuLaRich docuseries. Because the Ivanovskis, I don't know them personally. I've interacted with them. I've mingled with them. But I don't have a personal relationship. But right. from what I could see, they seemed genuine with their team mm -hmm. like trying to do genuine things to help their team mm -hmm. and she she was a little savage she would speak out on things that you know you're not supposed to do because you're definitely going to get your hands smacked right. but she would do it and so you could see that and it appeared from the outside looking in because I wasn't directly involved in that stuff it appeared from the outside looking in that she was really trying to do good for everyone right it benefited her but it also benefited everyone and she was taking a risk so they had a um, they had a discussion about what happens if LuLaRoe tanks because all of us at that time I mean even defective had a picture of of the titanic sinking i saved it because it's so freaking funny the titanic scene and just mark and deanna on the lifeboat rowing away yeah and so they had a conversation at that that really weird convention in 2018 that everybody felt off they had a conversation with their teammates like look if something happens we'll figure it out we'll make sure that we all still have incomes for our family right, right. and they have a they they have like connections from their past stuff so they got terminated and then the girl with the, the child who had the medical needs got terminated and, and then people were being suspended left and right where they weren't allowed to do anything for 30 days. And if right. they did it, then they would be terminated. Like there was so many, there was, Oh, it was just like a, a lynch mob. Like if somebody said you did something, LuLaRoe s suspended everything, seized you up until you could prove you didn't. Yeah. And your inbox would get flooded from things from compliance about something that you said or did that wasn't okay. Like it was so bad. So I knew if I say anything, yeah. my sponsor's turning me in because she already doesn't like the fact that I cut her off. I'm not, I'm not helping her anymore because my sponsor, my sponsor was not authentic. Mm-hmm. So she needed ideas constantly. She got kicked out of most of her downlines groups because everything we did, she would steal. It was an idea do. thief. Remember, yes, was that yes. battle used to do with Cutter? 
Yes. Whatever. Oh, Maybe yeah. Outfit battle or something. The screenshot battle. Screenshot battle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should bring like, that back. She yeah. would take. Are you going to do it with me? No, nah, maybe put a bug in your face or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Windex killer. Oh, the those, thing, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that giant spigot. That was a whole spigot, thing. Spigot. That's what yeah. it was. So she would do that. And then she would she would just blatantly uh, use and abuse people. And so when I cut her off from me. Not that I was like the best on the team or anything like that. Yeah, because. But she would talk to me. We would talk a lot. And mm -hmm. I am a pretty open book. I'll probably share more than I should. Right. Whatever. It doesn't phase me because ultimately, if you don't like me, you don't like me. Like, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. So I inadvertently help people far more than I should or want to. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my. No, oh. sometimes my heart pushes me to help somebody I really don't even want to help. Mm -hmm. But if somebody needs help with something, I inadvertently just do it like it. And then after the fact, I'm mad at myself that I did it because ultimately I don't like the person I don't want to help them. Right. So I just cut her off. And then that changed things. So I knew with the with the current environment, the way that it was and with our relationship, the way that it turned out and the fact that I was going to take away her qualification and cost her a lot of money. Like right. I knew if she caught wind whatsoever, I'd be terminated and I wouldn't be able to do it on my time. So I didn't tell anybody. I talked about, I talked about it with Amber and Sue. That's it because they are real world friends, real relationships. And I trust them <laughs> at a team meeting after I left. Um, my sponsor asked her if she knew, asked Sue if she knew that I was leaving. And Sue said, yeah. She said, how'd you know? She said, because we're friends. Mm. No, but really, how'd you know? And Sue said, because we are really, truly friends. Right. Like, we don't need LuLaRoe to be connected. We are actual friends. Right, right. So she told me. And then my um, my sponsor's sponsor, she's the, she didn't block me either. She didn't kick me out of her group. She didn't leave my group. She... She was the one that I said, ultimately, I respected them as a couple because they did not, they didn't, they didn't make it known that they had all this money. Like they yeah. didn't, oh, the, they the stayed old, a little more humble. The minivan. Yeah, yeah. They stayed a little more humble and I, I respected that. Yeah. And so she reached out and she said, I'm really sad that you didn't feel like you could talk to me about this. Mm hmm. And so I told her, I said, I didn't feel I could talk to you about this because the environment is toxic. And, and when I was in the government and it was super toxic, like it really taught me to cover your own ass because if mm -hmm. you don't, somebody's coming for you and you're going to be the one that pays the price. I said, so I kind of went into that CYA mode and I wanted to make sure everything was done on my terms. And I didn't know who I could trust and who I couldn't right. because at the end of the day, I'm ultimately taking money out of someone's pocket when I leave mm -hmm. and not just a little chump change, like a significant amount of money. And so that it impacted her too, because when, when my sponsor got lost her qualification, her sponsor also lost hers. Like yeah. she needed my sponsor to hit coach who in my sponsor needed me to hit trainer for mm -hmm. all of them to get paid. And when you lose that rank, right. you lose a significant chunk of your money. That's why I didn't like the company, man. It was too it was too dependent on each other for these ranks and these bonuses and all this nonsense. It should have been 
based around just bringing people in and I don't say maybe not giving any percentage to anyone. I just think it's unfair unless the person signs a contract that's completely independent of the company because then that's it. It's not, it may be common practice, but it's not mandated by the company. It's like if you hire somebody, your suppliers don't get a kickback from that. They're just like, we don't care. We sold the product. Right. The way Lula Roe was set up, it was just like, no, no, I no. I mean, no, that's no. just, that's, that is just inherent of an MLM. Well, that's, I'm that going is to start, how I'm ultimately. Mary Kay. That's, <laughs> Pink Cadillac. Facials. That's ultimately how the MLM survives is they sell the idea of making a lot of money. They don't sell products. Yeah, and then I don't know for sure, but it wasn't like. And you some could, people are successful. It wasn't like you could make a lot of money too. Not that I, not that you were broke, but I just didn't see the. I think it was after they changed the mandatory sale price. Well, I guess it's MSRP, right? But it seems like they it, there was a point where you couldn't make enough money. Oh, that's what it was. You didn't even touch on it, dude. We this need to do a part end, we'll do seventeen. A I've left. I've started threads by Q. So you know, touch we can't on anything do a, that you want to. We're though. gonna keep talking until twenty three hundred, dude. It's we're okay. we're gonna be super late. And I gotta get food in my belly. It it was so hosed up because you couldn't sell another product. You couldn't oh, sell Lululemon. Oh gosh, and, I didn't touch on this and sell a bracelet. And the, you make the killing off the bracelet because the bracelet costs you. 12 cents to make because you go to Michael's or whatever and buy it. Like you couldn't even buddy things up to where you can increase your increase, increase your margins sales Dude. per sale. Like you couldn't, so after you couldn't I sell left, chucks, a belt, nothing that goes with the LuLaRoe outfit. So you could up your profit. That's after why I, I like left, it. after I left, um, so they, they, all that. they lost so many consultants, like, 20, 30, 40,000, I don't even know. But they're, I think they're down to like 10,000 from 90. Like they're down really low Horrible. from where they were. They need to be a zero. Instead of let's like try to fix this trash can of a, a company that we have turned this into, let's just throw another Band-Aid on it. So they allowed people to start selling something else other than LuLaRoe. And I'm thinking y'all are silly. Any business owner is smart enough to know you're going to give me the freedom to compete with you and get all my ducks in a row for a seamless transition out. Why am I not going to take that? And so then you saw a couple other very big sellers who were LuLaRoe lifers yeah. start introducing those other things. And they saw really quickly that, hey, 90% of their sales are coming from the other things and 10% are coming from LuLaRoe. So they just phased LuLaRoe out. But it and they gave people like this perfect transition. But it didn't make leave. sense. It made because when, because I think I asked you about your scars. It's like, why don't you sell the, the Lori? With one of the scars, like, well, we're not allowed. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I'm thinking, that's the ticket. You you have this dress with the watch that you bought from another supplier. That's how you would sell. It's almost like going to JCPenney and say, oh, you can't buy a pair of Nautica jeans with that polo shirt or, or Izod. It doesn't make sense. If it's going to sell both, and as the company owner the lula road consultant or whatever you actually are 
it's more sales. It's more sales. And then that's how you get the flat lays. And that's how you build, uh, what do you call it? Build. Uh, right, yeah, because you, build you create a flat lay or whatever. And everybody's like, your, where'd you get the boots? But it's, well, you build it for your uh, demographic. Because if you're in California, you can't sell the same stuff that people in Alaska sell. So you get to put these outfits together with a lorry or a shirt, a shirt, a dress, a leggings. But with them not letting you do that, even if they said you can only sell accessories and accessories were necklaces, watches like that, at least it'd be that they were like, nah, you can't do it. And I thought that's silly. I thought the freedom to not be able to do it was silly because if you already had fancy scars by Q, well, you already have that. However you get, however you get it supplied. I'm already known for that. Well, I'll just throw a scarf around this Henley for the guys or whatever. And that's the part that did bother me. It didn't seem like the company. Yeah, but you got to go back to Mark addressing the top 100. We never created this business for somebody to get rich or make a lot of money. Right. The intent was to bring an additional hundred or a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars in to the family. Right. Not actually make money. So. They would, it would not benefit them at all. I think. I get it. I think that the reason that they finally conceded was a latch di- last ditch effort to keep people right? to keep people in to keep it all going because yeah. they may have embezzled money from here, there, and the other. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure they did. I can't prove it, but I'm sure they did. It's crazy, right? That they still have two hundred forty nine thousand. They used only, to have tons. Yeah, yeah, only. they used to have tons of followers. Well, they block a lot of them. Mm-hmm. themselves you say anything that's remotely negative and they'll block you delete your comment and block you right but i'm saying that the the, the this family if lula grow goes under they're gonna have to come up with something else super quick because they they are stretched so thin and they always preach that they were um that they were a zero debt company but they convinced other people to carry their debts and then they yeah. screwed them over. And then he's buying these freaking ridiculously expensive cars. They're buying these big ass ranches in Wyoming. Like they're buying all of these things. They are not going to have the financial means to maintain their lifestyle. And I think that they're showboaty people. I think that no matter what, they're going to make it look like they have more money than they have. And I think right. that if anything happens, they're totally screwed. I'm shopping over here. So, so I think that, yeah, you're on LuLaRoe's sites giving them freaking uh, clicks. I think that ultimately they are going to do whatever it takes to keep people. Now you can join, I think, for $500. Yeah. They had to get keep people oh, coming remember in. Remember I said that they had like this whole, you, you get mad now I touch you? you that they had this whole, so they had this whole thing. Yes, I did. That's true. Um, they had this whole spiel about why you had to spend five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and so it was that they had gone out and they had done all of the market analysis and research, mm-hmm. and the amount of inventory that you get when you have a five thousand dollar investment is the optimal amount for you to succeed. Ooh. Anything less than that, you're not going to have enough to generate enough income. You're not going to have enough for right. um, enough supply and demand. Like they had a whole a whole spiel. Mm-hmm. And I repeated that to people because I believed it. Yeah, you were a fool. Yes, I was. Thanks Sorry. for rubbing it in. You, uh, 
not even drank the Kool-Aid. Like, I didn't, I'm so skeptical, dude. All that. I'm like, five grand is a lot. For, again, somebody who, in theory, doesn't have a lot of money, doesn't have a career-esque job. They just kind of just just work, which is fine because they're not the breadwinner. But, like, oh, you need five grand. And when I saw that military dude up there, I was kind of like, you were a little different. And I, I didn't know their background, but I was like, what are you up there talking? What, 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 what did you guys used to say, man? Not find my why. He was up there. It was a guy in a blazer, Asian or Filipino guy. Mm, he's Pacific Islander. I know who you're talking about. His wife, his saying. wife is in the docuseries and they're no longer together because of Lula Rose. <gasps> Ashley is his wife. And he said something like, uh, feels. He kept saying, in the feels. And I was like, this fucking punk. (laughs) All right, Captain Major. Didn't have a choice. Uh, They did not have a choice. But he was up there. That's what I did. It was was reverse America. They had the guys up there exploiting them. Like, look what they can do. When in America, it's always the first female this, first female. The guys were up there. And I just felt like, man, you, you don't feel like a spectacle, dude? Like, at least go up there with your wife. Like, just be a couple. Because the environment in LuLaRoe was all female. 99. There's only one female. husband that, out of all the top people and all the Kool-Aid drinkers, there's only Kool-Aid one husband. Drinker. There's only one husband that you could tell this dude is only here because he loves his wife. And that is it. Really? Yeah, he's a prior ranger. And they're still in. What? But you can tell. Oh, she's a lifer. She's like uh, a mini Deanne. They even look the same. Uh, is she in the documentary? No, she's a survivor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I well, there's Probably definitely from Boise. She didn't interview, but she um, she definitely there's footage. There's a lot of footage of her. Like she's a really well known right. person. But her husband. You you just watch him and you can tell like he he just loves his wife mm-hmm. so he's gonna support his wife but I I think that if he had the the opportunity to beat feet like he would disassociate with Lularoe so fast but he's always looked like that and they've never asked him to speak or anything like that right. well if they have I'm sure he's told him no mm-hmm. but everybody else all the men fall in line stupid. It's wild. There's something else that we didn't talk about. Did you, um, <laughs> did I ever tell you about the weight loss surgeries they were pimping out? Yeah, you told me, uh, wild too. you told me that woman uh, was talk, talking these folks into doing it and bringing them down to Mexico or whatever and doing it. I don't know, man. The whole thing, I'm sitting here, right, minus, oh, okay, say minus you, right? I'm sitting here thinking, how are y'all so stupid? Dude, Deanne was very serious about physical appearances. If you didn't it wear makes makeup, sense if you're oh, if yeah. you didn't wear makeup, she she wanted you to wear makeup. She wanted you to have false eyelashes. If right. if somebody so my sponsor is not girly at all. No. And she got eyelashes one time and Deanne just like drooled over them and told her yeah. how beautiful she was. Like superficial. Just made stuff. it such a thing. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it really didn't change much, but why is that so important? But it was so important. And <laughs> you were not allowed to wear non-Lularoe items 
at a LuLaRoe event. If any of your clothing was non-LuLaRoe, right. you were that's, in trouble. My well, last leadership. We got, on, we got on the plane. It was a flock of buttery soft freaking leggings. Dude, my last leadership I went to, I wore Threads by Q. Yeah. And um, living her best life, that girl, Amber and I walked past oh. her. And she was like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. Where did you get it? And yeah. I said, it's not LuLaRoe. Yeah. And then she was like, oh. Like what? Like you're not gonna find cute stuff like Dude, this in Lularoe. Living like, this my like a... best life. <laughs> you I don't miss know. it. I know you miss it. I don't look. There's, I don't. There was just so much to talk about when you were in it. I don't know who and the that. People watching was quite amazing. Yeah, I'm not sure who that woman is. And with all respect, Dude, to... she's she's still in, and she she is very actively. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's very actively fighting the Lula Rich docuseries. Mm-hmm. And um, she still, she shows up on my Instagram story still. Yeah. She and her husband released, a, a, they used to be big YouTubers and that's how they ended up getting a huge yeah. team and all that stuff. Yeah. And then it kind of died down and she's getting back into it. So they released a video, How LuLaRoe Ruined My Life. Mm-hmm. And they mocked people and... The things that they, it was so gross. And they are also very religious people. And I'm like, what? Uh, they're supposed to be. That's they, what they claim to yeah, be. Yeah, thank they you. They claim to be. But I'm like, yo, how are you? I know I'm judging people at this point in time, but like, how the heck are you teaching your children mm-hmm. to follow the way of life that you believe in, but then you're doing this? All to protect a company that at the end of the day will will sweep the rug out from under you in a second. It's proven. And turn their back on you. It's crazy. It's proven, dude. But I do I do have something to say. Like Uh people, um so there there there's in particular, there's one previous consultant who is personally attacking current consultants, like so much so that she was in another group of mine that I'm in of previous consultants. She was banned because her, her actions are so distasteful. Like she, her, her life is LuLaRoe, even though she's not in LuLaRoe and she has not been there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, she's attacking people, but the, the, the mobs of people, like at the end of the day, you don't have to support LuLaRoe. You don't have to support the person that is selling LuLaRoe. You you don't have to have anything to do with that if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You can leave the group. You can block the person. You can do whatever you want to. But you're not... I'm not advocating for LuLaRoe at all. Right. But you're supporting that individual family. And there are people that Deanne was very successful at convincing them to get so involved with the company that they cannot afford to leave. They are stuck. There are so many of us that stayed longer than we wanted to because we had all these different feelings of being stuck. Mm. So I, you can tell the ones that are Kool-Aid drinkers. They're the ones that are actively speaking out and like trying to fight back against the negative press. But then there are other ones that are just flying under the radar, trying to take care of their family. Like, If you truly respect those people and you like that person and you enjoyed supporting their family through um, shopping with them, 
don't change that based off of what LuLaRoe did mm -hmm. because what LuLaRoe is doing is ruining families and they're very successful at yeah. it and their bad choices and their, their ill intentions and their, the way that they treat people and just their overall toxic, their toxic personalities are destroying families. Mm -hmm. Just don't be a part of that. Like if you despise LuLaRoe, that's cool. But find another way to support that person, whether it just be keep commenting in their Facebook group so that the algorithm works in their favor. It doesn't matter. If if you like that person, don't judge them because they are with LuLaRoe, if that makes sense. Because they might just be stuck and they might yeah. just be trying to get to that next step in life. They, can't, they, don't, they don't know what to do to get out at all. They don't have enough confidence to do their own thing because they give so much credit to LuLaRoe. They couldn't even start a sock retail business like nothing and that's the part of uh, almost this abusive like a stockholm syndrome kind of thing where not stockholm syndrome that's siding with people but they don't even have the confidence even though they've built this established thing right but they're, they're still, still under that yeah, like, that manipulative doing? some oh, people man. are just not strong enough mentally Go to see past prices. that and even some of us that are it takes a while to see it yeah. so and it, and, it, and it really depends on the level of your stature within the company to mm -hmm. how exposed you are to everything because they are really, really good at hiding the bad stuff if you're not at the top. And they are really, really good at controlling those people at the top to manage the messages and to filter that down so that what they want to be seen publicly is what is getting out there. Right. If it weren't for the fact that defective was created and people were really kind of moles within LuLaRoe and in feeding defective mm -hmm. the the login information so they could gather the information like there was it was really a culmination of a whole lot of women taking a stand to come after this company. But if it weren't for them there would still be so many people in LuLaRoe and dealing and in, 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 and just being abused like that over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I, I think defective for what they did because they did absolutely help a whole lot of the little fish, quote unquote, right. they helped them, they helped them come up with ways to not be so far in debt from LuLaRoe and they help them go out of business and they help them like feel confident enough to leave. Like it, there is a community within that community that is very positive. Even though if you're in the LuLaRoe community, you see defective as a very negative community, mm -hmm. but those people have banded together and they've created a community that is very helpful for the people in that community. It still has a lot of like negative stuff in it, right? but that's just because they're, their topic is an inherently negative topic. Mm -hmm. I don't really know that there's a lot of positivity surrounding LuLaRoe anymore. Oh. It used to have a lot. It used to be, yeah, this kind of outlet for happiness and um, success and pleasure. And I don't think, I, I just don't think they can fight back from what it's gone, how far it's gone down. Well, and current consultants are, are saying, um, like if you were to lead any of the, read <laughs> If you were to read any of the Lula Rich um, documentary reviews, yeah. you can immediately, 
maybe not if you're on the uh, completely on the outside, you may not be able to pick it out. But if you were within the community, you can see 100% right away the active consultants. Mm -hmm. First of all, they were told they were not supposed to watch that documentary because they would give it a click and a click would whatever. So do not watch it because that only encourages the people to keep talking bad about the company. And then two, LuLaRoe issues those positivity challenges to hide the negativity. Mm -hmm. So I would not be surprised at all if they're telling them not to watch the message not to watch the videos, but also telling them without actively telling them to go and flood it with one star reviews to discredit mm-hmm. it. And when you go to read some of those, they attack Courtney for just being a horrible business person. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. She was not the best business person, but she was also a very vulnerable, emotionally and an emotional place. And Deanne was able to to identify that and manipulate that and extort it. So yes, she was victimized. Could she have made some better choices? Absolutely. But some people are not capable. Mm -hmm. When they are that vulnerable, they are not capable. So she shouldn't be judged so harshly for that. And then there's there's a, a whole lot of reviews that say, this is just people that left in the 2018, 2019 exodus. They have no idea what the company is like in 2021. Sure. Logistics may have gotten better. Things may have gotten better. They're, they're coming out with stuff more often. They've changed the way some things go, but it doesn't change the people. Mm -hmm. Mark and Deanne do not change. They are the same toxic people. And I guarantee you from the top down, that toxicity is still there. Those people are still stuck. Yeah, they're, they're too old to change. Nothing drastic has happened to them that makes them want to change. The <laughs> the one guy, the one son, in his his um deposition, mm. every question they ask him, I do not recall. I do not recall. Yeah, he looks like he's aged thirty years. Mm-hmm. And then Deanne. Pretty sure her lawyers told her not to be on anything and be in be sober. She just acted like the su the super ditzy queen that doesn't know anything about her. But she says she didn't even know the address to her own company. Oh, I mean, and she may not. Yeah, she is that ditzy. And then Mark, with his freaking word salads, they they were just word salad. They are. <laughs> Washington ultimately sided on the side of consultants and consultants got their money back. They, they won a lawsuit in $4 million. I think they ended up settling, but whatever they were going to lose. It was so apparent that they were lying. And that is who they are to the core. Right. So there's just no way getting around that. So logistics may change. They may get better this, that, and the other, but the people running the business are not different mm-hmm. so ultimately i don't believe it will ever change no a, and i'm grateful to be company. on this side of it i'm grateful to have moved on do my own things and completely close this chapter yeah me too yeah you finally own something yeah this yeah. is way harder than lularoe was though i'll tell you that yeah but it's always hard it's even when it's successful, even when you're making, I don't know how much money you make, but you're making, you know, 80 grand a month take home, whatever that is. It's still hard. 
The more success, especially. Dude, the more money you make, the worse it gets. Yeah, the more success It becomes way more hard. It's way more things spinning. You got to keep going. And then if you're stuck, kind of like you are here, not to get into too many details, you can't even laterally move up to ease the pressure and stress. So you're kind of stuck with that, too. So you could be killing it now. 300 grand a month, right? But you're still like, well. I, I don't could. ever want to be at that level. I just need you to know that. No, I think you, not here, not physically no, here. No, ever. But I think you could do it because at a certain point, then you make enough to hire very smart people. Like you're able to still, still stress because it's your company and all this, but you're able to, you're able to go to bed at eight o'clock at night and go, well, yeah, Tammy's got it or whatever it is. If you make that much. I just think it's always harder when you're not depending on someone else to make the, the real choices. How much do I pay this employee? How much do I spend this month on whatever? Like, when you give that up and work for some corporation, it's always easy. Not pe- not finding a job, but working a job, easy. Run your own thing. Oh, there are days that I wish I could just go back to my old job. Because Run your own thing. If I was dude. having a bad day, I could just sit and do nothing all yeah. day. All I had to do was be there. Even... Run your own thing, man. Even <laughs> me barely selling half a t-shirt in a year. It's stress. I want to be like, I don't want to do it. And it, 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 it would even be You have to be on the ball all the time. Yeah, it would be Especially different. Especially if you have a social media-based business. Well, it's 2021. It's all social media-based. Yeah, but a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to Facebook for my stuff. It's all Instagram and, and, and what do you call it? TikTok, like it's not, it's not like it used to be 15 years ago. Even if I had 50 shirts sitting, oh, I don't feel like it's 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock, I'm not doing anything, but I could just pack that one up and have it ready. Like it's always hard, man, unless you just go work for someone else. Cause then you can walk away, you can not do anything, you can ask for a raise, you may be able to I get miss, a raise. I miss seeing that, that email come in and says, I got a work email, and be like, I ain't got a work email. I'm not at work. Yeah. And then I would wait until they would actually call me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, it's that serious. I have to do something on my time off. But yeah. some days I miss that. There's no. But there, there's so there's a lot of give and take. And yeah. I would rather have it be hard and difficult because in theory, you'll work your way up again to get seven employees even, you know, so all right, but now I can, I can step away and I can take my vacations and, I can be the employer that I would want to work for. Kick, give them a little kickback bonus at Christmas. Like you can be that, but it's always hard. You're always coming in, going, "Oh, this, this is this is supposed to be on this rack and or whatever it is." You're always doing that. It's just always hard, unless I think that for me, like I've never ultimately anybody who works for anybody can have their job just taken from them in a moment. Yeah, but I've never worked anywhere. That I didn't have to worry. Like, I couldn't get fired in the military, but I had no say over my own body, mm-hmm. over what I could do, over forced vaccinations, over them telling me that I can't go to a custody battle for yeah. my son and I'll lose custody by default. Like, I never had any control over my life. Yeah. 
And then I went right from the military into working for the government as a contractor. And it is the same exact environment. You are the bottom of the totem pole. I remember when I was in the military, like, oh, yeah, contractors are scum. And then when I was a contractor, I was like, damn, I can't believe I did that. That was super dirty. Mm -hmm. This is not a great position to be in. And it's constantly held over your head that all they have to do is just say they don't want you anymore and cut you from the contract. You're done. And then... I went to LuLaRoe and I was like, yes, I got my own thing. Da, da, da. But then it turned in the exact same environment. And I was like, man. So now that I'm on this side. I do. Again, I like the experience part. And I'm working harder and yeah. I'm working longer hours. And I mean, Definitely. it is it is way, way more work. Right. A lot of stress that comes with it. There's a lot of things that people could view as a negative and decide ultimately not to have their own business. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, my environment is not toxic. No. My nobody can tell me that I no one can tell me what I can and cannot do. No one can take this from me. At the end of the day, it is me. If I succeed or I fail, it is because of me and I have full control over that. And I would take that time and time again. And ultimately, while when it gets hard, I don't quit because just thinking about giving somebody that type of control from the time that I have 17 until I started threads by Q, somebody of some sort has had control over my life. Mm, forget that. I'm well, actually birth because my mom before I was 17, mm-hmm. but from 17 until 2019, there has been somebody in my life who is toxic. Mm-hmm. who has had some type of control over my life. And so for that reason, I could never see myself going back. And there are days when I, I don't want to do like, just walk away. Yeah, don't want to do it. Yeah. But ultimately I wouldn't because of that, that sole purpose mm-hmm. or that sole thing. Yeah. I think we can close this chapter. Like just mm-hmm. bolt this door up, moving on to better things. Yeah, we'll do uh we can do another one. The experience. I wouldn't ultimately change the experience, just like people ask me if I had it to do all over again and they asked me several different things throughout my life, would I do it any differently? And ultimately I wouldn't. I would still be in those toxic relationships, those mentally abusive relationships. I would still I don't regret any of it because it has shaped me to be exactly who I am today. And I am very confident in who I am. And I'm also very confident in if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. And I'm totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. I don't feel the need to please anyone anymore. I don't feel the need to be somebody that I am not because that is what somebody else needs me to be. I don't feel that anymore. So ultimately all of those experiences created who I am today and I'm grateful for them. Yeah, man. I like you, too. Oh, I like you, too. Mm-hmm. All right, you need to eat. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. This is getting ridiculous, dude. It, it was your idea. I've never been, so it wasn't my idea to do a nine-hour podcast. Okay, okay. You definitely said multiples, whatever. I yeah. told you this. <laughs> I warned you mm-hmm. this was not a one. This was not a one-episode topic. Yeah. There's just no way. You, you and still, I still didn't unpack a lot of it like i know i didn't even get to talk about the cruise yeah you should have yeah i'll talk about it later i'll bring it up on some random podcast and then (laughs) rope you right back into lula 
If Amber and I could have went, oh, I'm sorry, I touched it again. Dude. If Amber and I could have went and fed off of each other, like there was so many things just while we were watching the docuseries together that yeah. she remembered that I didn't and vice versa. And so we had to pause it. Yeah. And we were talking throughout like, Dude, let's, let's what, reflect on that for a minute. That's what I was saying about, you said you didn't want to go back to a dark place and I get that. But I was like, if y'all would talk first and be like, yeah, okay, we can talk about these two things. I think it would... I think it'd be better too because the listeners at that point, in theory, will be able to go to that part and go, okay, they're talking about these things. And then you guys give the back end feedback of what it was like experiencing that thing or the thing that they omitted, giving some feedback. And that's what I was saying. I'm not telling you to go to a deep, dark place. I'm just saying when your uncle's telling the story, and he left a part out about him sliding down the stairs because he was drunk. He's only telling the, the one side of it. And you guys are like, no, 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 no. You had three Miller lights. So you, you give those little, those small details. But whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll see what the people want. I'm sure people like tea. But I don't, I don't want. They better comment on Facebook, Instagram. I don't want my oh. future to be full of my past. No, I think with something like this, your future is always full of your past. But most people don't talk about their past because right. They but I don't it. need my past to be the relevant thing in my future. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think people want to know. It would be more of like a Q and A you could probably do, and that way, they could send the question, post post a question, whatever, and you can be forward and not forward. What? Take the offensive. Whatever it is, do it at your at your leisure. Right. I got 10 questions. I'm going to talk about this. And then you can really rope them all together. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Like for people to, because um, from like, a customer standpoint, they saw things totally different. Like they. Yeah. And I feel like this can just ramble through. This is spaghetti, you know, vice having a focused All right, I'm going to talk about month one. Cause for whatever reason you documented everything in month one, <laughs> and you're just going through notes, bro. I did find my books. I did find, yeah. I found notebooks and, and when I opened it up, it was all LuLaRoe notes and I was mm -hmm. like, dang, I should go through this before the podcast. I didn't. Yeah, you should, baby. All right. No, I'm good. We're going to wrap it up, B. All right, B. You going to sign off? That's a wrap. Yep. Thanks for listening. Not every episode is going to be about this topic, but this is just a very long overdue topic. Yeah, we were supposed to do this a couple of years ago and you wanted to wait because of the... Bro, I'm telling you, like when I tell you that there was an emotional journey I had to go on, I had to get to the other side to feel safe. Yeah, I get it. It's all right. But I'm chewing gum in the mic, which is rude. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. And I think that's it. Yeah, if you stuck it out through this one... <laughs> It was a long one. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Kind of talked a lot. All right. We'll Thanks, catch y'all later.